This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. It's Beers in the Lot, episode number 60. On this one, we kick things off talking about the empty net goal that I scored in our Sunday night league game. Then we rolled into some of the highlights from our fantasy draft that we did before the show with our crazy rules for picks. Then we rounded everything off talking about the divisions going back to normal in the NHL and the playoffs. Here we go. Mighty twist from Aaron over there. <laughs> the ripping of the cap gets me every time. <laughs> rip the cap, rip. What kind of rocket ship you have, Aaron? It's another Miller Light and polishing these off. Nice. <laughs> what you got, Johnny? I'm. Well, you guys already know. I'm doing the uh, sober October, not due to like significant health reasons or anything. I'm just resetting a bunch of stuff. I've been doing like way more in terms of you know, correct eating and exercise the last couple of months. So I, I figured just before Johnstown where I'm really going to murder my liver, like get a good clean month in, set everything <laughs> straight, you know, almost like lulling my liver into a good state of happiness before I just beat it mercilessly. But, uh, but yeah, doing that. So, uh, I got a Michael Buble, the, uh, which one's those Blackberry Buble. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just it's like cells or water. That's what it is. You're gonna undo that whole month in one night. In one oh night. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, like for those of you WWE fans, the uh promo Stone Cold did of when he arrives in a dry county, he talks about his livers all twisted <laughs> up. That's gonna be you know that's gonna be me the night I'm unleashed. So what about you, Riggs? What are you what are you drinking this evening? I uh I'm having the house beer uh snake dog from Flying Dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Rigsby House beer. Oldie buddy goodie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's always good. And what does Daniel have tonight? So I have Alpha King, uh made by three Floyds. It's a pale ale. Yeah. Really that might be my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's smooth. Reports. It's not. It's not too crazy. Yeah, good stuff. So I was. Uh, I was told there was a uh, empty net goal in your game last night. <laughs> yeah. I was set up. You, you knew this was coming, right? It was bound to happen. <laughs> One night it did. I jinxed you in the middle of the day. I agree. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yes, after uh, after a close, close, hard-fought game, came down to the last minute. The other team decided to pull their goalie. About fifty some seconds left, they couldn't quite get the zone. And my good teammate, good buddy, Mister Rigsby, had an opportunity to chip the puck down the ice and put it in just the right spot for me to had the whole end of the ice to put it to, but he put it someplace I could get it. <laughs> So I did. 
He looked around and knew, <laughs> you know what? There's a guy for this job. Here you go, Aaron. Uh, uh, my only goal was to clear the zone. <laughs> like Still in a crime. There's going to be a, a lengthy investigation into these allegations against Eric as well, being involved in this type of collusion. <laughs> so we'll release a statement later after the report findings. <laughs> The best part was everybody screaming and yelling at Aaron as he's skating yeah. down the ice, <laughs> going to put it in the empty net. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the rink audio on the live bar yeah. is way better than the video footage. <laughs> yeah, you can hear me yelling in the background. I, Eric and I are fortunate enough we just switched off with each other all night, so it was kind of great for our ice time. It was awesome. So That yeah, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Sorry. Um so I came off with like was like a minute fifteen. We we kinda in the third period did like forty five seconds to a minute. Pretty pretty consistently, about a buck fifteen I came off. And maybe like ten seconds later, Aaron comes out and then they pull the goalie. And I'm just yelling from the bench, skate harder in the Nets empty, skate hard. Like, just yelling at him. But, it, but at one point, you do hear me just have this massive F-bomb because we couldn't clear the puck for a good, like, 30 seconds. Just nothing was going out somehow, some way. Yeah, Whoa. I wasn't, it wasn't clear, though, when I was listening, when I was watching it on Live Barn, it wasn't clear whether or not you were cursing at our team for not being able to get it out or just cursing because you couldn't understand why I was trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, it's actually that's how it looked. It was because it was, it was no one could get the puck out. You remember what happened uh, last time you tried really hard for an empty Exactly. Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> it was funny, though, because it was all over on our side, like on my side, the side I was on. So Eric comes in to help out. You know, the other winger over on the other side, he, he really wanted to help help out over there and ended up with I just wanted sides. the puck out of the zone. I wanted the puck <laughs> out of the zone. You guys, you and I don't know who was center. You guys were farting around over there, letting them keep it in the <laughs> zone. So I just came over and got the puck and got it out of the zone. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect little soft dump chip up. See the, the way Aaron like makes that. it sound, it's almost like you're you two are in cahoots. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I've checked the video multiple times. I couldn't see any hand signaling or pick up audible gestures. I just I don't know. It's almost like Aaron at one point suggested something to Eric about I, this. Like, hey, I feel it's gonna be eyes. an empty net. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I feel it's gonna be an empty net. You know what to do, bro. Like, I feel like Aaron just nudged him on the bench. Put it it in his area. Yeah, in the vicinity. Aaron will put it. I think any of you three would have done exactly the same thing to set me up or possibly get an empty net goal specifically so we could talk about this for memes. Now I would have dumped it in the corner. (laughs) Not on on my ice. I would have skated all the way down and then hopefully you'd be following and then pass it to you right in front yeah, of the net. Pass it to me. <laughs> Get all the way down there and then slap it back at the other end. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I did debate trying to kick it over to the backhand. You guys said the backhanders count. Yeah, they count. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, when a goalie's in that, I think they all count. So, but they didn't. They didn't. Did they didn't game. count it because <laughs> yeah. it didn't end up in the score sheet. I'm glad. It's the they universe even, telling you something. They didn't even change the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> Johnny, since you have the uh, spreadsheet, pick out the interesting things from the draft and start going through them. Well, I think <laughs> after our fantasy draft, there were two glaring things that I just chuckled about the whole time. So we had a rule, obviously, Oh Canada, a player playing in the Canadian team a la old Canadian division of COVID year, which was kind of cool. <laughs> we should have just renamed that category plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs because everyone's <laughs> a leaf. Yeah. I took Neilander, which is not weird at all. Uh, Riggs took Johnny T. Aaron took Morgan Riley. And Danny picked up Mitchie Mitch. So that was pretty easy. Uh, the original six grouping which player that plays on the original six no red wings at all <laughs> i actually think for our entire draft zero red wings uh zero Correct. islanders which some people could call that disrespectful but they're but also yeah. not original six i think but yeah. no no but i'm just saying in general in the whole draft they, they weren't okay. no one was taken from that i'm surprised nobody picked up anders lee as their captain uh, there's a few. I'm not surprised. There's, there's yeah. about 28 other candidates. It was, I a, joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Um, no Calgary Flames. No Calgary Flames. No Ottawa Senators. One former Flame, though. No, there's an Ottawa. You got Giordano, who was recently a Flame. No, Tim. You got Stutzel. Oh, that's yeah, right. I got Stutzel. Mm-hmm. I got. Oh yeah, Jimmy. I got Jimmy. Jimmy Stew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually do think I think that Ottawa team will be better. Yeah. I'm not saying playoffs, but I think better. They'll be fun to watch. They'll be scrappy. From a roster standpoint, they're starting to figure it out. But the yeah. the franchise is still a mess, right? So yeah. Do you think Matt Murray no. is gonna play out no. his contract there? Uh no. I don't know. Doesn't hold his glove at three o'clock anymore, so we'll see. Thanks, Mike Buckley. Appreciate it. <laughs> see my rant on that. That was a pretty uh, quick rant. Yeah. Was there was there any player in the draft that you were like really excited to get? Anyone? I was hoping to get Macar, but Daniel sniped him. I was actually uh, pleasantly surprised that I got Kaprizov again. He good. Yeah. Maybe Matthews. When I saw that USA come up. I'm like, all right, I got a chance. And then I was first in that round. Poppy. Because of the way the snake order went. Yeah, you got poppy things. Poppy. That's right. <laughs> Aaron Aaron got laughing. Yay. I got laughing. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not excited total about that. Joke. <laughs> uh. Actually, didn't you pick him last year for your rookie, too? That was me. Or no, 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 no. Did I, did I have Ka- I had Caprizov as my rookie, right? Yeah, because I actually had Stutzla as my rookie. 
I probably did have Lafreniere last year. Who knows? We'd have to go back and look at the tape from last year to see. You can. <laughs> yep, not going tape. to do that. Not nope. going to do that. <laughs> you nope. can if you want. I'll look back. I'll look back, don't, don't worry. Care. Yeah. Look back at <laughs> the archives, Jonathan. Oh, don't worry, I will. <laughs> I will totally look back. We did do our uh, the Michigan goal scoring uh, category. So Hoaglander went to Danny. Aaron had Sidney Crosby, even though someone said that the Quebec Major hmm. Junior League does not count as an elite level well, league. I, I would have. I thought I thought it was I a pro league. With that. I thought it was juniors, and I thought yeah, it was we like, included oh, it NCAA yeah, yeah. major juniors, yeah. NHL, KHL. Yeah. Uh, I got Svechnikov. Riggs got Philip Forsberg. Air had Sidney Crosby, like you were saying, the Quebec Junior. Danny has Hoaglander. One of our uh, our followers on Twitter was saying that QMJHL wasn't yeah. uh, an elite it's league. I not an elite. I, I I have to state a very different opinion on that. <laughs> Canadian <laughs> junior is very elite. Yeah, most <laughs> of the kids playing there are going to play pro hockey. Uh, sir, they already play pro hockey if they're in Canadian major exactly. juniors. Yeah, they, they get paid. They, they if if the NCAA is like you know. You can't play for us if you go up there. Then you're basically a pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just agree. I mean, people that. go straight from the Q to the NHL, and I mean, absolutely, that's, that's elite. <laughs> they get, uh, I can name like from all those leagues, yeah, tons of players. Marchant and Latang played on uh, the same Quebec Major Junior League. They played Val d'Or together. Uh, Flurry played Hall Kate and. That whole Windsor Spitfire team. I mean, yeah, they weren't the Q, but you know, it's all those, you know, the, yep. all, the CHL, all the yeah, CHL, all the the whole teams. CHL. Yep. The last the last couple of years, I would definitely say like the Q and the OHL have had the more, we'll call it NHL ready elite talent, but WHL still turns out a ton of people too. So yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. they're good up there. Oh yeah. And any the other thing they're too elite about, to me. Yeah, they're elite. Yeah. The the Canadian Hockey League too, they make an effort now more and more to bring over more European kids too. They're attempting to. But also NCAA does a great job of that too, I think. Like it's not just a Canadian Hockey League thing. Yeah. There's quite a few European NHL players that have came from NCAA. Good stuff. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. Got those those four dudes you uh who scored a mission goal. Is there anybody else? Are those the only four that were of eight like that have done it? Those are the four that come to mind. I'm sure if I really was gonna dig. There was a lot of people who had attempts. I was I was looking at this earlier. There yeah, was a lot of people who <clears throat> attempted it, but because Matthews attempted. I know Matthews attempted. I was on the YouTube and I was trying to like there's like compilations of the Michigan goal, and right. most of the time when it's done successfully, it's done in. Le- it looks like it's done in spring or summer, like development leagues, or uh, in like minor pro European leagues. Like right. there's, you know, obviously there's the couple times in the NCAA. There's a couple times in the a- in the American league. 
uh, and then the NHL ones that we know about, but it's it's mostly done in like uh, low pressure, minimal checking leagues. Right. Is what right. it look like. Yeah. Because if you think about it, in the NHL, you, you're not going to get many chances being back behind the net by yourself to actually pull off that move to you know get the the puck on on your stick like that. Right. Um, usually, you're being pressured from the the defenseman. So the the one you don't I have many chances to do that in the NHL. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The the one that I, I'm sure we've all seen the little clip of is where. One the one it's obviously like a, a U sixteen or somewhere around that age range uh, teams and the one kid looks like he's about he goes behind the net at the same time his teammate is crisscrossing behind him and one yeah. kid looks like he's doing it and the other you know grabs the puck and yeah uh, the other kid's a distraction basically so he can just put it in the empty on on the other side and like <laughs> you can't you're just not gonna have that kind of time. Because, I mean, if the kid had actually tried to do the Michigan goal, then there was a, there was a defender right in his face. Like, there's no way he would have been able to do it. Yeah. Matthews had had one where he, he looked like he was going to do it, and then he just passed it to Nylander right in front for the right. slam home. That was nice. I think that was last season. I, I would imagine, too, at the NHL level, like, I think if there's... I mean, people already know that it's a tactic that some are going to try at some point though it hasn't happened yet but i imagine it's going to happen there's going to be a defenseman that just does not take kindly to that type of tomfoolery and just levels whoever's trying it or makes a point at some point to you know correct the injustice that's been <laughs> done like however you want to word it but but it hasn't happened and i'm kind of like because like you mentioned it, Danny, like you need time behind the net, but it's not just time behind the net. You need space in front where either the goalie is, uh, you know, in the reverse VH or protecting that post and they're leaving the top exposed, however you want to call it. Like you, you need a few things to go right, let alone, oh, can you do this under, you know, duress or anything else? So, right. Just practicing the move. I kind of, I still really want to see it. like a, a guy get his clock clean just because I think it would be kind of funny. It would be funny. Uh, hopefully no injuries, but I would like to yeah, yeah, yeah. see guy get I like when Sid attempted it. He he tried it on his backhand. Yeah. He, he I'm all about that. Backhand. Weird, right? That's dead. Yeah. Isn't that how isn't that how Forsberg did his? Uh I think Forsberg did it where it he had it uh roll up on his stick. Oh, he did that little instead uh, of doing he did almost like the lax scoop. Instead yeah. of the the scoopy thing, he did like the toe, like he like flipped yeah. it up on the yeah. toe and took it in. Yeah, like he was gonna, like he like uh he took a spatula and picked up like a pancake <laughs> yeah. or something, like a burger. <laughs> but, yeah, to put on a flipping burgers. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what were some of other good ones though? Other good rounds. Because uh, it took you guys a billion hours to, <laughs> yeah, because it. yeah, because we got the draft rules like uh, today, Friday, at, an hour ago. No, no, I got them in green. I sent it out Friday. One twenty p. 
format. Yeah, it, you might as well have sent video of fucking Bigfoot. That's what it looked like. <laughs> yep. It's impossible to tell what was on that shit. The original moon landing, right? Yeah. It looked like he had bacon grease smeared over the camera. Oh <laughs> it was like in my it was like in my cousin Vinny, the guy with the, the messed up screen. <laughs> it's like I'm the Dunkin' Donuts guy with the crack screen. So, oh, I got the free coffee. Got the so free coffee. No one could do their proper 15 minutes of research before we got online tonight to do the stupid draft. <laughs> Briggs was I, super into fantasy hockey, just so everybody I, knows. He loves this stuff. Man, for I, drafts. I'm telling you, <laughs> I used to I used to love fantasy football, fantasy hockey. I did baseball a couple times and I don't know how many years ago it's been, but I cannot stand it anymore <laughs> <laughs> you think you were just burnt out from doing everything or I just cannot. well i was i would do like three football leagues and hockey oh my god and didn't you do nascar oh, I, and i would do nascar sometimes yeah man robin's so, racing but nascar was in the summer so that wasn't too big of a deal and nascar is easy because it's what three or four drivers it depends on the format. Well, so some of them, it's like you have like a pool of drivers, but you can only use them so many times, or you know, like whatever. Like, there's all kinds of different ways to do that. <laughs> so, but it was always in the summer, so you know, whatever. But football and hockey season is always the same time, so it was it was too much. Stupid. <laughs> And then the drafts take forever. They take I mean, wow. Oh, it took God, us like just, nearly an hour. Yeah. It's too it's long. Such such a waste of time, man. <laughs> I like doing fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Such a dork. Like, oh. You guys are just pooping on my my fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a foregone conclusion that you're going to win because you're going to change your lineup. I don't know uh, about Daniel make, and Eric. But he's going to make trades every that. day. I don't make <laughs> trades. I think I made four moves last season total. <laughs> I'm not even sure I did set my lineup last season. I, I think you said it. Let it go. I think you said it week four. Yeah, that's what it was. It's four weeks in. I set my lineup. Aaron auto fried it, set it, forget it, like Danny said. After (laughs) after the first four weeks, he's dead. And then he's like, all right, we're good. (laughs) That actually won me a fantasy a year or two ago. I just drafted dudes and then ignored them. Let them go. (laughs) And I just happened to be dead on. I I always try to just get players A I like. And B, it, I don't know. It just improves my level of hockey and stat watching and consuming when I know I have a fantasy team. Because I, I try to get certain yeah. things more. I try to get players who aren't teams that I kind of want to pay attention to. And yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll get somebody where maybe I, I don't watch enough of. 
and I'll try to follow them. Try to follow the teams. Makes sense. Yeah. And like like you said, John, I mean, that's how I was when I first started doing fantasy whenever it was way back when. Like I wanted to it, it definitely helped me like learn more and and just soak up more info oh, yeah. about who's playing and all that and be more familiar with the league. So it definitely was it was that for me at one Yeah, point. I'll never be Ace Rothstein, but anymore. you know. You know, knowing guys' girlfriends and all that stuff, if they had a kid, if they're sleeping <laughs> well like he did, but yeah. Still like it. I know. I'm a nerd. Oh well. Turn it into Pierre. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was about to go on like a OHL's yeah. Quebec Major Dream, like these guys played here, they're there. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine if Pierre did like one of our games? And there goes Eric. He yells at people all the time for no reason. It started when he was 13 playing youth hockey. <laughs> like, and then he really be- developed his yelling skills when he played for UMBC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, no. Oh, I didn't. No, man. I was I was quiet. I didn't start yelling until I got to beer league. I know the first year we played together, you yelled. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I have like, never known Eric to not yell. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, what in the fuck are these people doing? Yeah. <laughs> 2001. When, like when yeah. I like, first started playing hockey, I got yelled at all the time. It was always that guy wearing number 10. It was always that guy. <laughs> I I've never worn 10, sir. Yeah, he's not 10. I've never he's worn 10. He's 18s. Yeah. 18 I, gets it all right i always wear multiples of three mm-hmm. <laughs> shows how much i was paying attention to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know what if you maybe if you, you wouldn't have to rely on engs <laughs> oh, hey, they're not on my score Shots sheet fired. not on my no. score sheet I Shots fired. <laughs> they don't count <laughs> he said with an assist on that eng oh yeah, that wasn't my, still, yeah that wasn't my intent investigation I just, pending i had to come over there because you two dummies couldn't clear the zone i don't know why <laughs> what else is going on There's preseason going on yeah but are you watching preseason aaron no I don't watch regular season. <laughs> this guy. You want to do conference, like a quick idea about conference final picks and then Stanley no. Cup winners? Okay. No. <laughs> I'm just throwing out ideas here. I don't even remember who's in what division. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's regular again. <laughs> oh, it's regular again? Actually, does that kind of grind you guys like a little bit? Like, did you like the divisions from last year? I kind of did. I, or was it easier? I don't. I care. didn't. Didn't like. Right. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really matter too much. But. With fans in the stands, it didn't matter much. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it matters anyway. It's it's NHL. Like, but we've every, talked about it before too. They sh- the division shouldn't matter. They should just seed everybody one through sixteen at the end of the season. <laughs> Like yeah. they have to have division winners and conference winners. Like they have to have it mean something or whatever so that they can like they have conferences and divisions. So they do all the rivalry stuff, but a lot of that's to cut down on travel for the players. That's all it is, man. Make some more yeah, money. It's just a travel like, thing. It's that's, that's what that is. 
But yeah. if you really want the best hockey, then you take the end of the season results and you take the top 16 teams and seed them one through 16. And that's who goes because it doesn't matter. Like you get to the first round and you got just as good a chance to win as anybody else. Really? The yeah. seeds basically don't matter. Well, yeah, you just get into the dance and then see what you can yeah. do. I mean, exactly. Montreal, I mean, say whatever you want about the divisions, Montreal proved that last year. Right. And then if you look at the LA Kings, their first cup run, they did, they were the eighth seed. They were the, and actually, if they would have been seeded one through 16, they were 16. Right. So there's no such thing as a Cinderella story in the NHL playoffs. If you're winning games in a seven game series, then you're the better team. Like that's just how it goes. You don't mistakenly win a seven game series. Wait a second. What you're saying. Oh God, we're going to rehash Please. this argument. <laughs> oh, God, don't no, no, no. We're not. We're not. You're contradicting yourself. No, I'm not. Uh, we're not going. Uh, there. Oh my God. You went you there. Are. You went there. We're not going there. <laughs> you went there. I'm not going to go there, but you went there. You drove by and looked at the mailbox. Let yeah. me clarify what I said <laughs> then, okay? You drove by and looked in the mailbox. In a seven-game series, the better team always wins. Right? Uh, you're missing a couple words in that statement. But yeah. 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 The team that is playing better wins. Because that series... Yeah, I agree. That series is like... It's like a self-contained thing, right? So sure, yeah. That's why eights beat ones because they're playing better at the time. But then they go to the next round, and it's like you're starting all over again, right? Right. Yeah, you have to so, play better against a brand new team. Who's so now you got to play yeah. right. Now we have to play better than this team, and then the next round that, and that's it's so hard. Because you right. you have to continue to adjust and figure out how to beat the next, you know, how to win that next game, and then how to beat that next team in that next round. So that you know, right, that's exactly, what, that, and that's that's what that's what makes it the hardest trophy to win. Right, and that's where coaching really does come into play. Like it is no accident that Barry Trotz has. In tremendous success against the Penguins. Like, he knows how to beat that team. And his coaching trans, you know, translates into the play on the ice, and that's how they win series. And it's not just the players, it's not just the coaching, of course. Gotta have good tools in your repertoire if you're the coach. But uh, it, takes, it takes the whole effort from top to bottom. And just having good players does not mean that you're going to win in a seven-game series. But yes, the team that is playing better wins the series. They play better, and they win. Anyway. Correct. Now that we tiptoed around that, what do we do? This is, yeah. this is, this is like... Uh, this is like the first time like Reagan and Gorbachev got together and like figured out that we weren't gonna we weren't gonna fucking annihilate each other. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, 
I'll say it this way, but not that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for this one. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you, as always. Be sure to check us out on Discord at beersandlot.com slash Discord. Check us out on Patreon, beersandlot.com slash Patreon. And we're on all the social medias at Beers in the Lot. We'll catch you next week. Thanks.